This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the National Biodiesel Board, representing America's clean diesel replacement fuels. Learn more at bettercleanernow.com. Good Monday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The Trump administration has denied a host of biofuel mandate waiver requests, dealing a blow to small refineries seeking to continue receiving the waivers. Environmental Protection Agency Administrator Andrew Wheeler announced today that the agency would follow the recommendations of the Department of Energy and not grant waiver requests dating from 2011 through 2018, where DOE recommended no relief. The retroactive gap year requests were sought to keep receiving future small refinery exemptions in line with the language of a Tenth Circuit ruling earlier this year. Ben Nully has the write-up on agripulse.com. A new report from the Government Accountability Office says USDA's market facilitation program offered the most benefits to the country's largest operations. The report studied the 2018 and 2019 versions of MFP, which issued direct payments to producers hit by the trade war with China. Senate Ag Committee Ranking Member Debbie Stabenow has long been critical of MFP's approach to payments and said today the program should have done more for producers of specialty crops. In the last couple of years, it's like they threw the Farm Bill uh, framework out the window and have come back with, uh, you know, direct government payments in the worst way because it's not even based in a way that, that focuses on the need of the farms. And it just feels a whole lot more like favoritism in politics than a rational farm policy to to support our uh, farmers and ranchers across the country. Although the market facilitation programs are now things of the past, Stabenow says the insights from the GAO report are worth noting as the USDA readies another round of the coronavirus food assistance program. They may call it now you know, the new uh, CPAC program, but it's all sort of running together, basically, um, as as uh, one government payment after another. A Department of Agriculture spokesperson said MFP was not designed to be a general farm bill program and was designed to make sure farmers who were most impacted received the most aid. Phil Brasher has more on the GAO report in his story on agripulse.com. Another Senate Ag Democrat is sounding the alarm about future CFAT payments. Minnesota Democrat Amy Klobuchar says key commodities in her state were not included in the original program. She says she's frustrated by the specifics that left some producers unable to receive support. Literally some types of wheat were included and especially in some other parts of the country and not ours. And so that's why we have been calling on the USDA to include these producers and farmers. There's absolutely no reason you should be treating people differently just because of the type of wheat uh, that they produce. USDA says they issued payments based on thresholds of price damage suffered by commodities. There's more from Klobuchar in this week's open mic on agripulse.com. Finally today, a rural broadband leader at USDA says existing models could be used to expand connectivity. Agripulse's Ben Nully has more. Deputy Undersecretary for Rural Development Betty Brand says the Rural Electrification Act should be a model for deploying rural broadband. Speaking to National Farmers Union members during their virtual fly-in today, Brand says rural communities need broadband now more than ever. We need all the partners we can get, and certainly the rural electric co-ops and and other um, rural telephone co-ops working together. REA provided federal loans to participants who installed electrical distribution systems to serve remote rural areas in the U.S. 
Brand says the department continues to connect rural communities with high-speed Internet through the ReConnect program. In the first round of the program, USDA invested $698 million and $120.5 million so far in the second round of funding. Some $818.5 million in total has been invested through the ReConnect program. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the National Biodiesel Board, representing America's clean diesel replacement fuels and produced in rural communities across the country. Biodiesel, better, cleaner, now. Learn more at bettercleanernow.com. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, food, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.